The live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com. Influenzas descend on the farm to snap the cobwebby corners in the barn, but the McMurrays start to poaching and Jive and Pete is approaching to make amends for causing any harm. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday. That means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast covering everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one is a little dusty, a little rusty, and a lot <laughs> cobwebby. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt, the very influential Victor. And joining us this week, they're a Discord degen, a patron from Las Vegas, and that's all we know about them. So we're going to learn more about them tonight. Please join me making some noise for Nick. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Protostand, Nick. How are you now? Good and you now. Not so bad. Uh, All right. Welcome. <laughs> I mean, it's lovely to have you. Uh, you're a brand new to the Discord group. You're brand new to the community. You're you're practically brand new to to the Patreon. So we really appreciate your support. So let's get to know you a bit better because we know nothing yeah. about you except you you have a uh, you love pink hair apparently and cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, where are you talking to us from? Uh, fabulous Las Vegas. That's amazing. Ooh, wow. So yeah. do you live? Is that where you're from originally? No, no. Originally from California. Okay. But uh, moved out here for work. Okay. What do you do for work? Um, I work for a, a large French Canadian company that has offices here and around the world. Is it a circus company by any chance? We <laughs> may do some things that involve flipping and tumbling. And oh shit! Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I'm so Tanya and I with the the one and only time we went to Vegas. Uh, we went. To, we saw. Oh, twenty years, twenty two years ago. That was a twenty two thousand. Oh my god, yeah. we're that old. We're twenty two thousand one. <laughs> twenty. Shit. Yeah. It was. Oh, just celebrated eleven thousand performances. What? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've got just I last mean, week. We could have a whole podcast yeah, about. Oh, like have you have you ever worked on? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, we won't. But I mean. Um, Wow. Wow. Like that's the kind of show. And I'm sure many Cirque du Soleil shows are the same where you can't, no one can have a bad night or else somebody could really get hurt. Holy Hannah. Well, for sure. Yeah. We try to make it, everything is, you know, it's as safe as it can be. Yeah, sure. But yeah. The the Beatles one is fairly, uh, you know, uh, safe, I guess, compared to the others. But Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't necessarily say that. Yeah. Well, it's safer than the others. It's safer than the others. Uh, no. Victor, you're talking to a guy who's who's been there. He's seen yeah. it. He's, uh, as an audience, as a spectator. It looks yeah. What what is your out. role with the uh, with your with the company? Um so um I uh I am a stagehand. So oh, I work nice. backstage at a uh, one of the bigger shows at the MGM Grant. Wow. Very cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes, Very I mean, cool. I'm not going to lie to you. I was trying to find out a bit more about you so I can write a better intro. Uh, so yeah. I did creep you on like Instagram and I saw a bunch of like behind the scenes, 
like from behind like the the soundboard and but i also saw a lot of like trapeze stuff like yeah. is that you do that that's, as a hobby or something what that's you? that's uh it's kind of my other job oh. i'm a flying trapeze coach at a school here that's crazy oh my god <laughs> oh wow <laughs> you're you're almost surpa- not almost you are now surpassed dennis as the most interesting guest we've had <laughs> <laughs> jump it, in the line of, jump in the line it's one of those things like people say they run away and join the circus and mm-hmm. i really kind of did yeah amazing um, yeah I mean, you chose the right one. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever? It took a long time. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. wild. To, like a so long, the, long yeah, time. Yeah, I imagine that's the kind of circus company that there's a lot of people vying for jobs there. So to get yeah, in must be, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Ad- admittingly, I've never seen a Cirque du Soleil show. I've uh, always what? wanted to. Oh, shame a, on you. It, I, I know. It's a bucket list item. It's something I, I keep meaning to do. Uh, but every time they come to town, they're too expensive. or I just don't have the time. They're expensive, and, uh, but they're usually worth it. it. Like, oh. oh, especially was I. Bl- my mind is blown so away. There's like, a brand still to new this- one. Yeah, there's a brand new one that's about to open. And it'll be in Toronto sometime next year. I okay. watched the the uh, YouTube video trailer, whatever you want to call it, on yeah. that one, and uh, they're not going to the typical place, right? They're they're going. They're, oh yeah, they're usually ha- when Cirque du Soleil visits Toronto, they actually have a tent built down by the yeah. water, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where they're going this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you ever been up here then for any of the shows? Um, I have a long history with Canada and like loving Canada, and mm-hmm. I've been to Montreal a bunch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Montreal, a lot fantastic. of yeah. I spend a lot of time in Vancouver. I haven't spent a lot of time in Toronto. I've only been a couple of times, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah. thank you for joining us tonight. Again, like I said, you've automatically become like the more, <laughs> most interesting guest we've had on. Um, when did you discover Letter Kenny? Oh, you know, it's because I have coworkers who just wouldn't ever, they wouldn't stop talking about it. Right. <laughs> about four years ago. And they just kept saying things back and forth which I was like what the fuck is going on and obviously <laughs> I had to find out what was it what it was and so I started watching and um being a fan of all things Canadian I was hooked from like the very beginning sure so that's just kind of kind of where kind of where I found it and then like I found produce stand um I was looking for music on Spotify mm. I was looking for music from Letterkenny on Spotify oh, and okay. I found like it actually popped up in my recommendations. I was like, what the hell is this? I didn't even know people were doing podcasts about Letterkenny. <laughs> right. Well, of course, <laughs> I, in every intro, I say there's many other podcasts about Letterkenny out there, but uh, we're the we're the number one. Uh, well, we, we want to be <laughs> n- number one anyway. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, so uh, pre- uh, how long ago did you uh, start listening to us then? Um, let's see. The pandemic. Okay. Yeah, we were in the middle of that panini. And, like, <laughs> that's when I started listening because I had so much time. Sure. I mean, that must have been a rough time for, for you and for your coworkers for and sure. for Vegas in general, I guess. Right. We were shut down for about 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. I remember your mayor, history was very, very vocal in the news about trying to get whether you like her or not. I don't know, but I remember her being very public and very low vocal. Good about, God. Yeah. Kind yeah of she's not, fun Hot fact. Yeah. She's not really our mayor. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh. Well, so most of she's the mayor of the city of Las Vegas, which is very tiny. Oh, it's gotcha. it's actually only about 300,000 people, but Vegas is a city of 3 million. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And split up into multiple cities? There are there are little there are like the city of Las Vegas itself, but then there's also Clark County which is within which is okay. part of Las Vegas, but so it's like the, the bigger, greater greater Vegas yeah. area kind of thing. Right. Gotcha. It's kind gotcha. of like the GTA, right. that kind of idea. Yeah. But Fair enough. it's yeah, not okay. nearly as cold. Amazing. That was my fun fact. You're right. I didn't know that. All right. Well, welcome again. Let's get started here. 
How are you now? Tonight's lineup is Al, Victor, Tang, and Matt, and our guest Nick gets last word. Uh, I'll I'll just quickly go through mine. I I, I survived last week. The National Sales Conference. The, the, I survived last the, week. The, the, Sorry. The, the show Saturday <laughs> night. I was a, a wreck. I was a write-off Sunday. Uh, but I mean, I've had a pretty good week all, all in. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to lie. It was fun. Um, maybe, not, maybe not for Tanya. I'm sure we'll get the opposite <laughs> story from her. But uh, I had a good time. Uh, we had a good show Saturday. And um, I can't think of anything else that's happened other than that. Uh, and then just work. So, yeah. Victor, how was your week? Uh, it's, uh, it's been, it's been all right. It's been, a uh, it's gone by very quickly. It's been mm-hmm. very busy at work. It's, you know, one day kind of bleeds into the next. I try to set really good boundaries for myself, but it's been one of those weeks where you start your day at eight and you kind of finish at six or seven. And it's been like every day like that. So it's just waiting for this stupid week to end. Yeah. But, um, uh, did, did kind of catch up on a couple of dumb shows, mm-hmm. uh, that, people probably have been waiting for, but just from a nostalgia perspective. So I gave them a try. One is really bad. And then the other one has potential, but it's really just, you know, it's, it's not there. It's not the same thing. Okay. Do we yeah. get to guess? Yeah. Okay, let me <laughs> yeah. guess. Oh, the really, the really that. bad one is that nineties show. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. That's, that's too bad. That's I'm really sad. I'm still yeah. going to watch it. Though. So yeah. this, I think this is, this is, we're consistent here. Cause I, and I haven't watched much. The first episode I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, really- but it's it's a bait and hook. They just bring yeah. in the, okay. the nostalgia factor, but you're gonna get stuck with those dumb young kids. Sure. And, and yeah, you have to really I'm like. Curious, yeah, but I'm curious but to see it Red and Kitty are probably gonna stay on, right? Like they're, they're amazing. Yeah, they're yeah, amazing. yeah. They're I mean, they're fine. They they're, they're 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 fine. But mm-hmm. it's the the, sh- the the show. The show is based around these new kids. Sure. And yeah. I don't know. They're just stupid characters. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like them. All right. All right. And let me get and- the one with potential is the Night Court reboot. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. So we. I, I, I know Victor. When it comes to this, not his MVP, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we've watched three episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they had the third one tonight, and uh, or yesterday. I don't know. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's it. You know, the problem is, is that D- Dan Fielding mm-hmm. is the star of the show, and that's not. They need to do better, quicker character development for the other guys. Cause it's not the Dan Fielding show. It's the, it's nine court. So, so I, uh, you know, it's, it's got potential. I, I, plus I can't go back to laugh tracks anymore. We're done with that. Oh, and is it a laugh track? Right? Is it oh. well, also? Well, so is the stupid 90s show. Remember yeah. like these yeah. nostalgia shows, they, 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 they All can't bring them tracks. back without yeah. the, they can't bring them back without a laugh track. And yeah. we've already proven that we can do funny shows without laugh tracks. There's yeah. plenty of them right, out there, sure. yeah. but yeah. this is the cookie cutter sitcom, right? So mm-hmm. it's not, so anyway, so the laugh track, you get used to it, I guess, but that's the one negative for both shows. Uh, but uh, at least one has more potential than the other. And uh, so, you know, give it a try yourself. Maybe you'll have a different opinion. Yeah. yeah are they are they shooting them in front of live audiences? Is that still the a thing? Knows. Like, yeah, I, I mean, maybe that's why they're using the tracks. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, no, those tracks are not live, mm-hmm. live laughters. You can tell. But normally those sort of studio shows are live audiences, even if there's a track. They, they, I think, well. Matt, they used to be. I think that I think those went uh, the, the way, way of the dodo, the dodo, dodo oh, bird. Yeah. yeah, I said cuckoo yeah. bird. They yeah. got their comeuppance. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, so I mean, I, I think I think Roseanne or whatever the new name of that show was one of the last shows they actually did in front of a live audience. Hmm. <laughs> well, since we're talking about comeback shows, I was going to bring this up in the news section, but we'll talk about it here. Frasier's coming back. They're, oh, what? They're, 
They're doing, they're yeah, doing yeah. a sequel yeah, series yeah. of Frasier. And the reason that's going to be in the news section, was going to be in the news section, we'll talk about it now, is Jess Salguero, who plays Marianne on Letterkenny, yeah. has been cast yeah. in the new Frasier. So no it's going to be, I think it's going to center around Niles and Daphne. And I think uh, it's going to be kind of like that, ni- that 90s show. Can, you, can you please ask her, mm-hmm. can you like, I guess, what is it? What did the kids say? Slide in her DM and ask her to for them not to use a laugh track on the, on the, on the reboot. I mean, I, a, I, I, I'm, I, I love but, that you think I have any kind of uh, yeah, uh, nice. pull. To get can to you her. ask her? Yeah. Maybe but, I can get Toronto Mike to ask her since he's had her. But then it's not, it, it doesn't have that same sentiment. Like yeah. it, 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 it just won't carry the same. Like it won't yeah. feel, feel like it. Yeah. I feel like maybe they, they should leave those shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, leave them be and come up with something new is what I say. Yeah. Like, uh, look, I mean, they were look, huge. Look at, they were huge look, shows. Look at all these new, look at the new good shows, <gasps> right? Like just, just keep making new good shows. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, I completely <laughs> agree that we don't need to be rehashing these, but I gotta say some of my favorite sitcom characters of the eighties and nineties, one was Dan Fielding from night court. Yeah. And the other one was Niles from Frasier. Like, yeah, but was, that show was so frustrating though, right? Why? Like, Frasier? don't you just feel frustrated and exhausted at the end of each episode? Frasier? That's, si- that's Seinfeld. Yeah. No, no, not because not yeah. of the, no, no. I know you don't like Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm talking about just feeling frustrated for Frasier because mm-hmm. he never wins, right? No, he never wins. Oh, he I never see. wins. But I don't think Frasier. That's I, kind of the fun of it. Yeah. No, I know, but yeah. it just. But it, but eventually, like it just, it, you think he'd win once, but he never wins. Mm-hmm. I agree, Aaron. In in the live stream says reboot is really good. I really enjoyed that one. If you guys haven't, oh, heard, haven't watched I got that excited one. for a second, and then I realized what you're talking about. You mean the cartoon? <laughs> no. no, that's why I got excited and realized what they were talking about. Oh, you didn't like you like the cartoon, but you didn't like the live action. <laughs> I I want to see the yeah reboot the cartoon redone. <laughs> No, reboot uh, is is really good. If you haven't watched it, uh, I highly recommend it. Anyway, uh, who's turn? Tanya, how was your week? Hi there. <laughs> so my week started off uh, Monday. Monday, yeah. Gen- we're gonna we're, we're gonna Monday, cut. Sure. We're gonna start it on Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday, I woke <laughs> up. Um, my shoulders just still been killing me since November. Um, I was told by the doctor I have a pinched nerve in my uh, neck, causing shoulder pain. Anyways, uh, I ended up um, calling my massage therapist and um, thoroughly enjoyed the pain and pleasure of of him trying to fix my shoulder. It's it's a it's a sick feeling because you're crying because it hurts so much and you're laughing because I laugh when I get hurt. Um, but at the same time, it's like you are, you almost like lose your vision because the pain is just so intense, but it feels so good at the same time. You just know that this is going to get better. I feel like you're just inviting us into your bedroom right now. Oh man. Not sure what's happening. The, the, it, it is such an intense and, and good, bad pain. I don't know. It's it, anyway. I believe the uh, phrase you're, you're reaching for oh, is it hurts so good. It hurts there so go. good. Say for it is. It's rutabaga. Or, or rutabaga. <laughs> or ru- arugula. Or something. I don't know. No, it's rutabaga. Okay. Even with your mouth full, you can say rutabaga. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, so I, I completely and utterly feel like I'm bruised and, um, I'm even more sore, but that's what 
what's going to happen for the next little bit. So I'm dealing with that. Um, our son turned 16 oh, yeah, yesterday. We're parents of a 16 year old. Oh, God. God We've got a 16 year old. You guys are um, old as fuck. I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Fuck you, Matt. Uh, yeah, so that happened. We uh, we had a snowstorm yesterday. Victor's older, by the way. I know, True. but he didn't lead the with my son just turned 16. <laughs> He's, both his my, kids are in, in my baby, college. My oh, we're not talking about 16. that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, uh, we, he decided he wanted a nice steak dinner so we went out to the keg and uh we really enjoyed ourselves there was like no one there because it was a snowstorm no one wants to go it was a wednesday a and it was a snowstorm <laughs> yes so we had our run of the place it was great best uh, service ever at a keg oh, and yeah. usually they have fantastic. really good service so yeah it's fantastic <laughs> Um, so that happened. And, uh, what else has happened? Oh, we have a birthday party coming up on Saturday for him, uh, with the family coming over, which will be the first time. Oh my God. That we've had the family here, mm-hmm. uh, in ever. Well, oh my your God. parents and my parents yeah. in the same room in at least two years. Right. So there'll be stories to tell how come, next how week. How come they don't do sweet <laughs> for boys? Yeah, sure. They do. Just, they we, do what? We, I, I refuse to do that. Sweet yeah, they 16. do. Sure they, they do. do. But, uh, yeah. What are you talking about? That's a thing. I was making a joke. I mean, yeah, no, some do. people do, yeah, I guess. Do. Sweet it's not common. I, I, you don't hear much about that for no. at least for for male presenting people. Anyway, really? No, I thought really. I thought it was I, like across the board. Yeah, sweet thought, sixteen. Yeah. Back when I was uh, sixteen, is it a girl? It was thing? only done for boys. Only for boys. I, was, I, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> <Not Daniel>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. May you all get a pinched nerve tonight. This week's yeah. episode is a, a long one, so let's let's move this Wait, one along. Oh, we haven't you, asked how I'm, next I'm, week. I am. Oh, okay. Max, I'm going to Matt next. Oh, Matt. Sorry, I jumped you. Wow. I jumped you. Uh, <laughs> I love this. I fucking love this. This is great. You get to watch the chaos uh, first. I, got, I think now. I got left out last week too. <laughs> yeah, but this time I was going next to you. I know. Matt. I know. It's my wife who is trying to. Okay, I got your back. And you didn't even have bathroom trouble. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You shouldn't be in the bottom corner. Come mm. up here. <laughs> Come I'm on up the top. Me. I'm on the top corner in my view, so that's a you problem. <laughs> Let's so go. Do, I get, do I get to go now? Yes, please. Okay. Um, so first off, happy birthday to your boy there. That's awesome. Happy 16th. Mm-hmm. Um, my week, uh, it, it was fine. It was interesting stuff. Um, I'm going to tell two quick things. So one, um, and I don't vent about this very often, but I'm going to right now. So another weird sort of interaction with my ex and those that have been listening <laughs> know that I, I'm I'm separated and I have two older boys that are primarily live with their mother. Um, it's about a 30 minute drive from door to door to my house. And as Al mentioned, there was a snowstorm this week. Mm. So this presented a conversation that shouldn't have been something, but it became something where um, I was supposed to get them on Wednesday. and. The day before, I set up saying, listen, I reached out saying, we, we need to play tomorrow by ear. There's They're calling for a wicked snowstorm. It's probably not a safe environment to drive, um, but we'll stay tuned. No no, no comments. And then, of course, the day of, a couple hours before I'm supposed to get them, it's like coming down hard. And I reach out. I said, listen, I, just for, for safety purposes safety. alone, this doesn't make sense. I, I, I'm not coming. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could. Of course, I want to see my kids, but it's just not safe. And it just caused this big argument mm. um, where essentially there's like guilt being laid on me for not coming to see my own kids. And mm. I'm like, 
and, and there were some points that you're making that I understood, but at the end of the day, I'm like, this is a safety issue. And I was so frustrated that you're making me feel like shit about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when of course I want to see my kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And ultimately I didn't go. I made the call saying I'm not going. And I thank God I did because like even my neighbor got in an accident at the end of the street. Um, oh. He's fine. It was yeah. minor, but like, sure. it was so bad. Like I spent mm-hmm. two hours shoveling yesterday. Um, it was, yeah, yeah you probably did the same. <laughs> we got hit pretty hard. And, yeah. um, but it was just one of those ones where I'm like, I'm tired of it. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I only bring this up. I don't vent about this shit a lot. But I mean, to anyone out there who is dealing with a separated situation that is less than ideal, I get it. And mm-hmm. and and I sympathize because we all want to do the best for our kids. And whenever you're put in a position where you're feeling sh- shitty about it, and when you're making the right call on something, yeah. it sucks, right? Mm-hmm. And we all do our best. I just, I just want, I just want to vent a bit about that because I get, I know there's a lot of people. There's a lot of our listeners who are in their own versions of separations, dealing mm-hmm. with it in different ways, and everyone has their own model of it, um, and all your own problem. But it sucks, and you do the best you can. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really, nothing really. I want to say. I just wanted to bring mm-hmm. that up. And did, did you give her the blue spatula? I, <laughs> in my version of it, right at the end of the day, she's still coming back, giving me shit, and uh, and trying to bring up weird points that weren't even relevant. I'm like, mm. just stop. And I mean, the, my personal take on it, um, I often have shots fired at me. I will never return that shot. Mm-hmm. I just, I will take that high road every time. I've had some pretty shitty things said to me about my caliber as a father and this and that. I will never reciprocate. How, how long has it been since you've been uh, separated? 2016. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. yeah she, so should, she should. She should. She should be be over again, yeah. over it by now. And yeah. And whether she is or not, that's treat you with the respect. That's her problem. And we have. Well, and I, I think it's one of those situations that hopefully over the years will get better. But yeah. it's not. But I, I have my own standard of how I will react to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will vent here from on occasion, <laughs> but. Um, I just get it for anyone out there dealing with this kind of stuff and, and trying to do the best by their kids and everything, all the power to you. Love you guys. Um, it's not always easy. Um, on a better note, I saw my brother today. Hey. I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen my, my uh, younger brother, Jeff, who is probably my best friend. Um, hadn't seen him since last year, uh, spring, I think it was. So that was a lot of fun. He was coming through town doing some business stuff. Um, so we didn't know if we were going to connect, but I know he's like, I have a few hours between my flight. So I picked him up this afternoon and we, he came back, had dinner with us. It was fantastic. And it made me feel really good. I'm like, it was great to see him. I love the guy to death. Um, he's doing so good. He's got a second kid on the way. It was just, it's just all good news. Um, so that was a great way to end off this evening. And as I was saying before the show started, I just dropped him off at the airport and now I'm here hanging out with you fine people. So things <laughs> yeah. are back in right order. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Nick, how about you? How, how's your week been? Um, you know, so being a, someone from Vegas, my week, my Monday is actually Saturday. So um, it was a busy week. It was okay. Yesterday, we're, we're getting ready for our annual two-week sort of maintenance dark. So we take the show down for two weeks and then do a, like basically all the cleaning and everything else and all the projects that we can't do during the rest of the year. Mm. Cause the show just has to, the show is running five days a week. So um, like we're doing an upgrade on our dimmer racks. So our, our lighting dimmers and all that stuff. So there's like 12 or 13 racks times 48 to replace and so everything's getting completely torn out i was there until five this morning 
Um, <laughs> so oh my. I spent a nice long day in bed and now I'm here with y'all and it's great. Awesome. Excellent. Winston, what's the yeah. name of your other cat? Um, so when I called you, I was going to say, wait a minute, who's Winston? You called me my cat. Yeah, you asked. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe he's asking the cat. Yeah, maybe the cat's going to respond. Let's let's listen. Let's hear for Winston. Go ahead, Winston. No, now he decides to be quiet. Yeah. Um, Right. I was. I don't know if y'all have been hearing him, but no. Um. So the other one is Tracer. That's that's uh, his litter mate there. So they're oh, both cool. named after characters in uh, that game Overwatch that I love. I love. I love it so much. Oh, there you go. So do you interact with uh, Danny Ellis on Overwatch? <laughs> I. You know what? Since I saw the episode, since I listened to the episode, I, I started following uh, and watching her on Twitch because I had no idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. She's big. She's big into that. All right. I see you're drinking something. We're all ha- we all have something to drink, but uh, perhaps we should have a little coffee before we uh, move on. Uh, let's uh, listen to which one should we listen to? Let's listen to. This classic one here again. Just like Skodude Energy Drink, Diabolical Coffee has a new spokesperson, me. Diabolical Coffee is devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There is a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind and espresso. Or if you're like Al and me, there's a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And for the duration of season 10 of our podcast, you can use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off 20. all coffee and merch. Oh, yes. Thank you to Diabolical 20. Coffee and to Eric for your support. Yes, thank you, Eric, for your support. And speaking of support, welcome new Twitter followers, Matthew Bruce Lambeth from Shawnee, uh, Princess After Dark from Ontario, Zia, Greg Bass, uh, Lauren Toomey from Winnipeg, John Bloodaxe, Eileen, uh, Paul Tabor, M. Uh, Shofiel from uh, Oregon, Grumpy Old Man from Australia, Michelle Vera from Lima, Peru. That's got to be our first uh, listener in Peru. Uh, Meredith Lazowski from Toronto. Scott Bodkin from New Albany, Ohio. Uh, Judy Cole, no longer here. Jefferson from Kansas. Uh, Adam Hickey from Tucson, Arizona. Dr. Rashid Kashani from Edmonton. Uh, Davis, Senesi, Kamara, Sean Barger, Charlie Villanova, Chad Monger, Alex Palombo, Ed Finiton Priam, Kelly Hessler from Washington, D.C., Chris Scar, Newman from Moncton, New Brunswick, uh, Josh Kendrick from Newberry, South Carolina, uh, Maddie from California, Rebecca Trevino from Far Texas, Dope Ass Davey from Port Ritchie and Tampa, <laughs> Florida, Dan, uh, Sean Savage from Edmonton, Jeremy Smith from Central Texas, Micah Matlock from Indiana, Sean from Santander, Spain, uh, Niam from Whistler, Wayne Stansfield, Blue or Sue Bixby uh, from Skohari, New York, Kate Austin. Rob Devoli from Punta Gorda, uh, Florida, Kieran Whitehead, Jeff Old from Memphis, uh, Tennessee, Gary Fifield from St. John's, uh, Delaware Sparka from East Coast Hustlers, uh, Amber Houston from Portland, <laughs> Portland, Oregon, Steve Cole from Wide Lawns, Narrow Minds, and Hex Doll from Long Beach, California. Thank you for uh, following and hopefully for listening. Previously. 
on Letterkenny. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode four of season 11, Nudes. That episode was the second year uh, unicorn of uh, season 11, getting a fresh rating from all of us, including our guest, Alistair. Uh, according to our scientific Twitter poll, with which got 91 votes, 60.4% of you gave it a uh, fresh, 33 gave it a clearance, and 66 gave it a compost. Uh, really? This week, yeah, we recap and review episode five, uh, season 11, Influenza. Have you done your homework? I've done my homework, Victor. Twice consecutively. Oh, really? Ooh. That 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 bodes well. Tanya, have you done your homework? Once only. Matt, have you done your homework? Uh, multiple. Okay. And Nick, have you done your homework? Several. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. We open. The Hicks are at Modine's 3, sitting at the bar. Bonnie's behind the bar, doing something on her phone. Wayne suggests she should start. they should start regulating her screen time. Uh, Bonnie... Uh, says she's doing homework. Wayne approves, but then Bonnie comes clean. She's actually on a dating app. Squid and questions which, whether she should be on a dating app uh, while she's on the clocks. I work all day to make a buck. Won't work all night to find a fuck. Any luck? Fuck boy. Mm-hmm. Fuck boy. Can confirm. Fuck boy. You are correct. I don't got too much time for that terms. Fuck boy? Why not? Well, when you add S's to the end of things, as I stands to, that terms a lazy jail time. Uh, Bonnie says fuckboy is the term men deserve for running with tramp stamp. Squirrel Dan says he has plenty of time. So wait, wait, oh. pause. Mm-hmm. She she was showing her phone when she was saying fuckboy, fuckboy, fuckboy. Could you make out anything in the pictures? Yeah, you, why can, were, you yeah. can kind of see men's I couldn't, pictures. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. Because I thought it was weird that they were they let us wa- see, but mm-hmm. there wasn't anything really to see. So I was confused. No, it's just a quick flat. You can see that what they're seeing is men's photos but yeah it's it's, right. it's pretty quick um so bonnie says fuck boy is the term men deserve for running with tramp stamps really dan has plenty of times for lower backs tattoos wayne agrees that a lot of dudes do but just then alexander sidles up to the bar this is probably why victor watched this twice alexander's a bladder infection means you're in trouble yes <laughs> <laughs> frequency kennel one ten bucks. <laughs> oh, straight to boards walks with you. There's Uncle's panties bags. Don't spend it all in one place. Hey there, high roller. You sound like you're envious. <laughs> you sound like you're a fuckboy. <laughs> this little outburst from Derry earns him the. Oh wait, Alexander says that ten whole bucks is exactly his hourly wage. Well, <laughs> better than kicking the pants, Alexander. You're telling me. <laughs> Welcome to Easy Street. Okay. <laughs> the land of milk and honey. I I get it. Toot toot all aboard the gravy train. Just leave it. The lap of luxury, the primrose path, a place in the sun. Go ahead, Alexander. Have a good laugh about it. But I just made as much sitting on my butt as you do in an hour scrubbing toilets. This little outburst from Derry earns him the stink eye from the others. Alexander is hurt. Derry defends himself, saying he wasn't trying to be a dick about it. He just thought Alexander was making fun of him. Uh, Alexander tells Derry he's already uh, let the almighty dollar change him. Uh, then Alexander shows him what it would actually feel like to be made fun of. Look at old Derry now, eh? He's a fat cat, a tycoon. I didn't mean it, Alexander. So what now, Sir Rupert Warren Chadwick, huh? <laughs> High tea at Chateau Frontenac with the New England Montgomerys? <laughs> I said I didn't mean it. What's next, Dr. Roan Reese Rothschild, huh? <laughs> Croquet on the palace lawn with Lady Charlotte Imogene Aldridge? This is just going on too far. <laughs> Let me pull up your car for you, Baron Phineas Hawthorne. Have you selected the Bentley or the Rolls for this afternoon social? <laughs> okay. Look who it is. As I live in breathe. It's the Duke of Dick Bagshire. Huh? 
Will the Duchess be joining you this evening, or is she still summering in the Cotswolds with the Contington Beach Vanderbilt? Oh, man, I don't know how he got to do that. <laughs> Alexander grabs Derry's winning ticket, uh, uh, swipes his ass with it before uh, giving it back. Give my regards to Lady Scarlet Stella Rosencrantz, you highfalutin duck fart. <laughs> Cut to Wayne standing out in, in the farm saying, money oh changes God. everything, and cue the theme. <laughs> All right. I think from everybody's oh. reaction here, this was this was a keeper. Anyway, it's my turn first. Uh, I mean, this is a great cold open. This is automatically in in the top. I'll say I'll give it a top ten because I'd have to think about it long enough to to figure out whether it'd be even higher. But uh, just Alexander, um, I don't know how he got through all that. That and I'm, yeah, it was so good. It was uh, so well done. Um, <laughs> that's all. I don't have, have nothing else to say. Everyone's reaction around him. Uh, you know, especially when he wipes his ass with Jerry's uh, ticket. You, if you look at Squirrely Dan's face, he's like, <laughs> it was it was really good. Uh, yeah, well done. I, I'd give this one a fresh if we were rating it now. Victor, what do you think? Yeah, so for me, it was kind of like the the good and the bad because oh. it 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 was a it was a it was a good cold open. Um, it's it's always funnier to listen back and with the you know with a with a group and you kind of especially Nick like laughing because because That's when me. I was hi because when I was watching I wasn't laughing out no? loud the oh, way really oh my god yeah. it, oh, it was it was good but it wasn't like it was good and and I you know the way Alexander delivered the lines uh. Uh, it was just brilliant. It was perfect, yeah. but it wasn't like for me. It wasn't like fall off the chair funny. It was just witty and 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 fun. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't for me. I wasn't laughing out loud the whole time. Uh, obviously, the first line with the the urine that was hilarious. Um, the reason. So the bad. The bad for me. It's like it's the second episode in a row that um, Derry is acting like a DJN, right? Because and and that's kind of I. You know, I'm thinking is that really his character to be that? And, mm. and I don't know that it is. And cause, cause that's, you know, like, I don't know if he's acting like a degen or if he's misinterpreting Alexander. I think he's just yeah. misunderstanding yeah, he's Alexander. Well, yeah. But well, we have our own opinions, right? Mm. It's just, I feel like Derry, unless he's a total dumbass, <laughs> unless he's a total dumbass. He, well, but he, we he, know he's he was, not that bright. Right? Well, he's not that bright, but he's also like, he's also not on a spectrum mm -hmm. or we assume, but uh, I don't know. I just thought it was pretty harsh what he mm -hmm. said to him, and 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 it's okay because Alexander covered his, uh, you know, stood up for himself just fine, just like uh, uh, Gail could have in the previous mm -hmm. episode. But um, <laughs> I I don't know. I just thought there was that's not it's it's not it's not hick like for him to uh, mm -hmm. to have said that to Alexander, and he said it anyway, mm -hmm. and he should know better. So and then in the previous episode when. Uh, with that stupid false premise that we had at the beginning where the whole idea was that, you know, if you're in a relationship or seeing somebody, you shouldn't be, you know, leaking nudes. And when we thought that that was the premise, which it wasn't, it was the um, premise. Uh, dairy, dairy was the one that said, well, boys kind of letting saying that's not really that bad boys will be boys. And that's again, like, no, that's not, that's not boys. Will yeah, be boys. No, you don't do that. I agree with you in the last episode, dairy, or it was being a bit of a degen for sure. Yeah. yeah, by yeah. The way, so, so it's two episodes in a row. I don't mm -hmm. like that. I don't like that trend. Mm -hmm. So that's why for me, this cold open, I probably would have given it a clearance. Mm -hmm. I agree with Casey. Best line there. Dig Dick Bagshire. I love that. <laughs> uh, Tanya, what did you think of that cold open? Um, I agree with, uh, with Victor. The best line in that one was the bladder infection oh, yes. uh, you're in means you're in trouble. 
Um, I will use that because that is damn right hilarious. Um, um, the the references to people and and I don't know who any of those people are. So you're not supposed to know who they are. They're, they're just to? they're just hoity toity names and hoity toity yeah. places. That's oh, all. I thought they were yeah. like real no. people that were being referenced. And as I'm far like, as I know, they're not. Know. Some no. of them might have been. May, maybe I think they're kind of references to like shows like your your favorite uh, was it Bridgerton. You know, just yeah. the names of, of like high lords and high yeah. class oh, people. Okay. Yeah, just. okay. I assumed I, that it was all real, and I just didn't get it. I, no. I did oh, too. I mean, again, I, I'm assuming that none. Like, you didn't look just, that up. No, I didn't look any. You of have them one up. job. I bet you you're an ass. <laughs> I don't think there's a Duke of Dick Bagshire. I mean, I could be wrong. So. I could be wrong, but I don't. But know. I thought it was pretty big. I yeah. thought it was like the play on words, like last week's hockey menu mm-hmm. theme. Oh no, I, I understand. So I, I get why you might think it. Uh, I'm, I don't, I'm telling you that I don't think those names are real. I think they're just purposely meant to sound hoity toity. There's that's, that's that it's an opinion. Gotcha. Yeah, it is an opinion. You're right. But it's, it's probably a correct <laughs> that's one. That's Victor's favorite line tonight. <laughs> Lord and Lady Sanders. That is your opinion. Um, um, but for, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was good. Um, it's not their usual banter that they, cause it was, it was just mostly Alexander. Just yeah. Which is perfect. Giving it. <laughs> Um, but usually they have uh, like a chorus where they jump from, mm-hmm. you know, Wayne says something and then Katie says something and then Derry. Like it, it, it wasn't their usual banter. It was just all Alexander yeah. giving the full. And his voice just kept on getting higher and higher pitched, right? <laughs> like I was wondering how high he would be able to go. Uh, I was, it was impressive. Uh, I was waiting for for Wayne though to do like a facial expression or maybe I missed it mm. when he wiped uh, the ticket <laughs> oh, yeah, well, in his ass. Just, yeah, that was disgusting. I was waiting for, <laughs> for Wayne crass. to do something. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what did you think? Oh my God. Yeah. You guys are not nearly as excited about this. As <laughs> no, I be. am totally excited. Go. Oh my God. I, like I, I'm going to agree Al, with everything you're saying. <laughs> Al, start the bracket over, bud. <laughs> the, we have a fucking contender here. Yeah. This thing. I, but I'm never slayed. doing that bracket again, this ever. Absolutely slayed. Alexander, and I know, I and I don't recall, someone mentioned last week that just wait, Matt, because more Alexander's coming. And mm-hmm. he came and he brought it and I fucking love him to death. This whole scene, how it played out. And honestly, I can't, like, Wayne didn't even need to be there. He, he didn't need to be in the scene at all. Um, it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I thought his delivery of everything he'd said, you're right, the the elevating voice, <laughs> the, 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 play on the, the the sort of royalty or whatever mm-hmm. it was was so good he put daryl in his place so hard and watching Derry kind of cower away more and more just trying desperately to escape the conversation because he realized he fucked up yeah was brilliant i i alexander i'm so happy he came back and mm-hmm. did this scene because it was everything he needed because we've always had this opinion of alexander and, and and how they portrayed him and they gave him a chance here to strike and he just delivered so start the bracket over this is a <laughs> top five easy contender of all time yeah. cold opens i fucking loved it and you made one quick comment which i'm going to expand on about dan mm-hmm. Dan didn't react to the scene. Dan broke. K Trev broke. If you watch him, he laughed and tried to hide it with a beer. And that made me laugh even harder. Because I'm like, that is that fully. Yeah, I'm glad you saw it, Nick. Because he he wasn't just like laughing, what happened. He was genuinely trying to hold back his laughter at 
what McHenry had just done. And it was, it just added and topped that whole scene off mm-hmm. in the best way. So I'm glad that they left that edit. Yeah. In yeah. Cause I think it fit the scene anyway. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I love it. So yeah. T- t- amazing. Nick, what did you think of that cold open? I, that, okay. That's gotta be my top. Yeah. Honestly, the top cold open over all these seasons so far, hmm. like, and I totally get what you are saying about Derry being a D-Gen. And it's really interesting because Alexander's kind of always been that character that, you know, it wandered in and like he wandered in and out of the out of the series a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he was always someone who was kind of put upon by the rest of the by the rest of the town. Mm-hmm. Almost, it seemed like, you know what I mean? And like, it was really interesting to me to see like Derry, who always wears his barn clothes, who people always say smells like he's been working in a barn. Mm-hmm. All of these things trying to be classist <laughs> and saying something very classist towards Alexander. Yeah. And Alexander was like, no, dude, you are you are so not better than me. Mm. Like for real. Like mm-hmm. we are, I'm gonna put you in your place right now. And like some of the like, oh my god, like the uh, <laughs> calling him <laughs> calling him the Duke of Dick Bagshire or <laughs> asking if he was partying with Cunt- the people from Cuntington Beach. Did anyone catch that? Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god, I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I had to I watched that thing like four or five times. Like the first time I was laughing so hard I didn't hear anything. And then the second time I was listening and I still I was watching Dan in the background just yeah. lose his absolute gobsmacking shit over <laughs> ev- Oh, it was oh. so funny. Yeah, he couldn't hold oh. it together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So I think I think we're we're pretty much, you know, on on the positive side of this, maybe some more than others, but we'll move on to scene 1 after the credits. The Hicks are sitting in the farmhouse kitchen. Katie admits to having always wanted a pair of Doc Martens. Too bad they're so expensive. Uh they're interrupted by someone at the door who just walks in. It's jiving Pete. Uh, none of the Hicks are too happy to see him. He greets all the Hicks calling Derry Dar- Darnell. Uh, Pete's literally standing there with his hat in hand. He's come to apologize and to make a truce. Wayne has questions. What the fuck's happened to you? I think it all started when meth ripped through town in 05. Yeah, we lost a lot of good people there. Lost a lot of good teeth. Like you're out sending naked pictures <laughs> of your sweetie around town. Sweetie's ambitious. You're hanging out with dudes like Tibidu who abandoned dogs. Yeah, you gotta tell Tibidu not to give dogs human names. And now you're out buying drugs from that new Jewish skit. And that's just in the last few calendars weeks. You hear that, Victor? They just tied up all the episodes so far this season. Katie yeah, also yeah. asks Pete if he's still honking and hollering at girls. Pete admits that old habits die hard. Uh, Wayne asks Pete if this is rock bottom. Pete admits to a period uh, he was hang- that during a period he was hanging out with the ginger and boots. Uh, Derry reminds the others about the rumor that there might have been a third guy holding down the ostrich, allegedly. Like, he used to be like a pretty good guy. He was a real good guy. He was a great guy. But now, like, you're a degen. I fell in with the wrong crowd. You're going pretty easy on a pair of ostrich fuckers with wrong crowds there, buds. Well, I'm done with them. I'm turning over a new leaf. Yous are my friends, and when a friend asks for help, you help them. That's got to be one of the best lines of the episode. You're going really easy on a pair of ostrich fuckers there. <laughs> um, this seems to calm the Hicks down a bit. Wayne asks uh, Pete if he's looking for work. Pete says yes. Derry has too many hands as it is. Uh, Squid Ann says he's, they're pinching pe- uh, pennies with winter coming. So it's up to Wayne and Katie. Wayne tells Pete if something comes along, he'll fold him, phone him up. Uh, Pete thanks them and leaves. What a degen. Do you want to know what? He's like a dog with his head out the window of a moving car and all this. 
Like, it's a lot of fun, but it's pretty dangerous, and the only way to stop him is to roll up the window on his fucking head. Uh, something outside the window catches Katie's eye. She gets up to see what it is. There are people at the end of their laneway, a ph- photographer taking pictures of a happy-looking couple. Uh, Katie goes to investigate. How are you now? Oh, I see one. Listen, hi. Hello. Yeah, listen, don't mind us. I just love, you know, all this. Okay. So listen, if we are bugging you at all, just let me know and we'll scoot, okay? Okay. All right, newlyweds to be. Let's hold hands, because we're in love, and let's just forget what was said at the previous location, okay? So when I say go, I want you to start slowly running down the road, okay? But you're looking back at me, all right? You're running into your future. Okay, go. Good. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) I'm really low now. It's nice. Yeah, really great. The photographer, who's played by Kayla Lorette, an award-winning Canadian actor from BC, uh, points to her bar- to their barn and asks Katie what's in the building. Uh, Katie says all sorts of stuff. The photographer is interested in dusty stuff and rusty stuff. Katie can confirm. The photographer asks if she can shoot in the barn. At first, Katie says no, but when the ph- photographer asks her, uh, offers her $50, Katie has a change of heart, and she thinks about those Doc Martens she really wants. So we cut to <laughs> inside the barn. Katie shows the photographer and her subjects around. What is this hotbed of Bohemia? We call it the murder barn. Can I call it the murder <laughs> barn? Listen. Okay. It's utopia, yet somehow dystopian. <clears throat> Fruitopian dystopia. Hmm. Fallopian Europa. Do you know any sister wives? Listen, dusty stuff, rusty stuff, cobwebby corners. Is that a pile of sawdust with engine oil sprayed in it? No, I think that's blood. You just, you can't get this kind of stuff in the city. Okay, firstly, listen, thank you. And I just, it's just this whole thing is so antiquated and old timey. And secondly, I want to shoot some other clients in here. Mm, I don't think so. Another 50 bucks? Doc clock. Scene two, Marianne and Lucianne are at the hockey rink, uh, hockey rink celebrating the fact that the new head, they're the new head coaches of the regional AAA squad. Unfortunately, Betty Ann is still off playing ball. That means she's uh, the actress um, McCormick is uh, on that show, League of Her Own. So she and I love that they keep making references yeah, to it. <laughs> yeah. uh, their conversation is interrupted by Sammy Joe Smile, uh, Small, two-time Canadian hockey Olympic gold medalist and one-time silver silver medalist and Tessa Benham, who we've seen on the show before. Tessa is also a Canadian hockey Olympic gold medalist. Uh, She likes to remind Sammy Joe that she's never won a silver medal, though. As Sammy Joe and Tessa ask if Marianne and Lucianne are the new coaches, they are. Sammy Joe asks what they've won. Marianne uh, informs him that they've won back-to-back-to-back ships as players, uh, but nothing is coaches. They're rookie coaches. Tessa calls them schmelts. Tessa introduces the Schmelt coaches to their cousins who are on the on the team, Raffaella and Donatella. Uh, Sammy Joe Sammy Joe does the same. Her cousins are named Leonarda and Michelangela. Sammy wants her cousins to be the next two-time Olympic gold hockey medalists and one silver, adds Tessa. Tessa wants her cousins to be the next <laughs> Olympic hockey gold medalist, no silver. Uh, Sammy and Tessa tell uh, Lucianne and Marianne that until they're confident they can get their cousins uh, Olympic hockey ready, uh, they're going to help them, but not by coaching, by hiring somebody who's 
one to teach them how to win. Uh, not Shannon Zabos, not Natalie Spooner. Those two have won internationally, but uh, they wanted someone who's won locally. So cue the coach's entrance. Names? Donatella. Raffaella. Names? Leonardo. <laughs> Michelangelo. Calabunga. Get dressed. <laughs> Uh, okay, see. can we just pause on that? Yeah. Cowabunga. So, yeah, of course. Oh my so God. Well, that was such a long <laughs> so setup good. for such a, I mean, Cowabunga. the joke itself is was pretty obvious. Scene yeah. three, back at Modine's, the McMurray's are at the bar having a drink when Katie saddles up and uh, declares she's buying, she's buying and flashes a $50 bill. Alexander asks anyone if they're looking for a sugar mama. Um, uh, McMurray thanks Katie and asks her what inspired her, her uh, humanitarian effort. Katie tells him about the photographer who came up the laneway and offered $50 to take photos in the barn. Mrs. McMurray asks, what's so good about their barn? Katie says the photographer really likes rusty stuff, dusty stuff, and cobwebby corners. Mrs. McMurray says that ev that's every barn she's ever seen in her life. Kind of a nutsack offers a 50 note for dusty stuff, rusty stuff, and cobwebby corners. This nutsack. Flutter me shutters, lensation sensations. You guys will have to excuse me. <laughs> I've never seen that guy before, and I wonder if he likes sex with girls. Katie leaves to flirt with the guy who's taking a selfie at the table. The McMurrays start plotting. They've got dusty stuff, rusty stuff, and cobwebby corners. In fact, a lot of the dusty stuff has rusty stuff right on it. Uh, they decide to poach the photographer. Uh, scene four, the Hicks sit at the produce stand drinking and watching bewildered as a different photographer played by Kara Duncan, a Canadian actress from Toronto, uh, working at the end of the laneway with another newlywed couple. Okay, listen, arms around each other. <laughs> That's right, you're in love. <laughs> now, right to be, bend your left knee behind you so your foot's in the air. <laughs> yeah, perfect. We'll give each other little pet kisses over and over. Okay. <laughs> now listen, right to be, take a little nap on his shoulder there. You know, take a little nap on his back. Okay, just think like your Goldilocks and his shoulder is the bed that fits just right. <laughs> You're like an action figure and a little dolly. Oh, man. All right. Scene five. Cut to the farmhouse kitchen. Uh, the phone rings. Katie answers. It's the first photographer. She's found a better place to shoot. Katie goes out to the produce stand to tell the hicks. The photographer interrupts them uh, to ask if they can take photos with her puppies. Wayne says, all right, but they smell like piss. Katie is pleased that she's back in business. Scene six. At the hockey arena, Luciana and Marianne are sitting in the on the bench, looking very annoyed, while Coach paces behind them and gives them a little pep talk. I can't imagine how you guys feel having a man mentor you on coaching women's hockey. We could just tell you. I can't imagine it feels good. It doesn't. That's why I'm glad it was me, you know, and, and, and not somebody you don't like. Or respect. Or respect. You got lucky. We feel blessed. You guys know girls as well as I do, right? Like, if you don't keep them focused, their mind just off, you know? It's like just Backstreet Boys and Ponytails and Tamaguchis. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Coach is going to let Luciana and Mary, uh, Marianne in a little secret to keep players on their toes. Luciana and Marianne say, kick a garbage can in unison. Coach scoffs at the idea. You can only launch projectiles with men. Uh, Marianne asks Coach to wrap up the talk. Coach says, looks like Luciana and Marianne aren't interested in impressing Tessa and Sammy Joe. He calls for the Canadian hockey legends, but Lucianne and Marianne relent and begrudgingly ask him to continue. What do they need to keep their players on their toes? Bench him. Bench him. Bench him. Bench him? Put him on the bench. It's the first game of the season. That's when you gotta do it. You gotta get him early. You know, you gotta let him know. First little lady that doesn't pick up her check on the way back, benched. 
You know, first little diva that doesn't want to go hard to the net, benched. And you better believe the first little lady who doesn't get pucks deep. Bench him. Benched. So if we're not happy with a player's effort. Pack it. If we don't like a player's attitude. Have a seat. What if it's a bit of attitude after a bad bounce? Sit down. And this applies to the whole team. <laughs> Why do you think they make the bench so big? What if it's the goalie? Call a timeout. Bench it for it. You sure this won't just piss him off? It's hockey. You want him pissed off. <laughs> Lucien and uh, Marianne reluctantly agree. Coach asks them to get him a small coffee with three cream and six sugar, some fries with gravy, gravy on the side, and a Diet Cola as he walks away, leaving Lucien and Marianne seething. Scene seven, back at the murder barn. The original photographer is back. The McMurrays may have better dusty stuff, rusty stuff, and cobwebby corners, but they don't have puppies, occur. Next scene, the McMurrays are back at Modine's, <laughs> drinking and cursing Katie for poaching their poached clientele. Two wrongs don't make a right. That's what Mc Mrs. McMurray always says. While all this is going on, there's a large group of young people sitting at a table taking selfies. Ta Tassie and Cassie are among them. Uh, Bonnie asks Gail who they are. Influenzas. Huh? Influenzas. What? Influenzas. They go place to place taking photos of themselves, <laughs> posting them on the internet. Influencers? Thought I heard influenzas. Same thing, really. They're looking for the murder barn. What's that? They want to go take pictures of themselves with the dusty stuff, rusty stuff, cobwebby corners and puppies. The McMurrays see their opportunity. They jump from their bar stools and go over to, to the table full of influenzas. Cut to the McMurray's barn, leading the influenzas into their barn, showing off all the dusty, rusty stuff and cobwebby corners. But the influenzas ask where the puppies are. They don't have puppies, but they have goats. Uh, this seems to uh, satisfy the influenzas. Scene nine. Wayne, Derry, and Squirrely Dan arrive at the dick farm. Uh, they have a hankering for some summer sausage. I empathize with your cravings. I gobbled sausage at lunch. Now, my wife, too much of one thing is never a good thing. You had a banger in your mouth at breakfast as well. I can't help you, Noah. Before warned come supper time, I'll be begging you to pork me. Summer sausage and pepperettes are in the cooler by the produce stand. Keep them away from the children, though they do love their father's sausage. Derry notices activity out in the dick's field and asks them what's going on. Noah tells him a photographer from the city offered them $50 to take pictures while the Mennonites did chores in the background. And he, Anita yells out at the newlyweds that they must consummate the marriage. Uh, Noah says they'd be working any, anyway, so they might as well make money. Perhaps they can make money to help rem remedy their children's hearing, which has gotten quite poor, as uh, Squilly Dan says under his breath, generation after generation of inbreeding. <laughs> uh, Noah says the photographers keep coming one after another. They watch as a phot one photographer instructs the young people to blow bubbles into the camera. Oh, my husband. It's been far too long since you blew in my face. Sake. <laughs> Next scene, back in the farmhouse kitchen. The Hick boys are having charcuterie. Katie is upset. She can't pe compete with Mennonites. She's got dusty, rusty puppies, and even uh, she even has fucking goats. Uh, Derry said he heard the influenzas think the McMurray's goats are a bit too squirrely. Squirrely Dan takes exception to the comment. Katie says that's why she's advertising that they're that hers are less squirrely than McMurray's, but the influenzas say they're they aren't squirrely enough. Uh, just then, the phone rings. Katie answers. It's McMurray. Her mood is, doesn't improve. She hangs up and announces that Dickens has thrown his hat into the ring, and he's advertising goats with temperaments somewhere in the middle of Katie's and McMurray's. He's calling it Honey Bunches of Goats, as opposed to McMurray's Show Goatin' or Katie's Murder She Goat, on account of the, having the murder barn. 
So Squirrely Dan asks Katie what she's going to do. Katie says she's going to compete. She's got to figure out what influencers love and start advertising that. She's going to need some help. Wayne suggests she give Jive and Pete a call. He used to be a pretty good guy and everyone deserves a second chance. So scene uh, 11, cue the musical montage. Jive and Pete helping Katie hanging a sign advertising fresh pressed juice with the use of the property. Cut to the McMurrays who are advertising cold pressed juice. Back to Katie who's hanging another sign advertising organic coconut water. Back to the McMurrays who are advertising organic kombucha. Uh, Back to Katie, who's sunbathing while Pete hangs a wind chime on the produce stand. Cut to the McMurray's who are hanging a larger wind chime. Back to the farm where Pete's hanging a much larger wind chime and so on and so forth. To the Dick's farm where uh, Dickens is watching the the influencers play with the honey bunches of goats. And then to Katie in the murder barn who's installed a mirror the influencers uh, are using for pictures. Next scene, the Hicks are sitting at the produce stand watching the photographer work. Another couple making suggestions for them jumping in unison and kicking their legs up. They're not, do- he's, they're not doing it right, and the photographer makes them repeat the jump over and over again. The groom, who looks like a bigger version of Vin Diesel, doesn't seem to be enjoying himself. And the fact that the Hicks are just sitting there uh, watching what's happening isn't improving his, uh, his mood. The photographer changes her tact and suggests they try something different, like pretending to burst out laughing, but don't actually do it. Hold your faces before you laugh. The groom-to-be looks over at the hicks and they all just shake their heads in disappointment. His dignity is finally saved when the photographer gets a phone call. Uh, She gets a tip of a better place to shoot in Donegal, so Letterkenny is now old news. Scene 13 at the hockey arena. Uh, Luciana and Marianne and Coach are behind the bench with their players. Coach refers to the, the, the star players as the Ninja Turtlettes. Uh, she suggests they should target them first to set an example for the rest of the players. Marianne doesn't think they should rattle their studs. Do you want the world's most fearsome fighting team? Yeah. Then you bench them. All right, let me show you. Donatelli's. It's Donatella. What'd you have for your pregame meal? <laughs> Let me guess, pizza. Spaghetti and meatballs. Perfect, Donatee. Whole grain spaghetti? No. Oh, look, you just filled your tummy up with empty carbs, you dummy. Have a seat, you're benched. Next up, Raffaella's. It's Raffaella. Did you have your pregame nap? 29 minutes after lunch. At a girl, Raff. Bad a girl, Raff. Your body puts on weight when you take in more calories than you burn off. By having a nap right after your meal, you robbed your body of the chance to burn calories, causing fat. What was your hero in a half shell name again? It's Raphael. Bench! <laughs> Coach goes on to bench Leonardo for having pink tape on her stick and also Michelangelo before Tessa and, Jan- and Sammy Joe uh, step in to stop the madness. Joke's over. What, what joke? joke? Yeah, I was unaware there was a joke. But you actually thought we'd hire this schmuck to mentor you too when you got two-time Olympic gold medalist Sammy Joe Small standing right here? And one silver. I mean, he's only won one ship. Haven't you ladies gone? Back to back to back, baby. Like, come on. We have Olympic gold medalist Tessa Bonham right here. No silver. Thanks for playing along. <laughs> we really appreciate you. Who was I playing along? Just a little hazing is all. It's all good, you know? Yeah, uh, thanks for coming out. Uh, what was your name again? <laughs> Deflated, Coach asks what, what he's supposed to do. Luciana and Marianne seize the opportunity and they bench him. Final scene, back in Modine's, the McMurrays are drinking and licking their wounds. Katie joins them and offers to buy a round. Well, what's Donegal have that we don't have anyway? A craft brewery? No. they got a gin distillery too. No. Yeah, and that's not all. <laughs> They've got a bison farm, a general store, and the kicker? 
Mexican Mennonites. Those even exist? Can confirm. <laughs> Exotic. Well, I won't miss them. <laughs> All they ever drank was chamomile tea, and we give that away, so. All they ever talked about was gummy vitamins and dry shampoo. All while taking videos of themselves. Yeah, I guess you gotta be kind of self-absorbed for that racket, eh? You know, like who drives around from place to place taking pictures of themselves? And pull your finger out of your ass. I said put your finger up my ass. You're a real job. <laughs> Bugger though, I came up just short on a new paradox. Uh, just then, none other than Noah Dick walks into Modine's. Noah Dick. Gail, hello unto ye. You know, I've never been one to frequent your establishment. Not even once. What brings you by, Noah? I came to alert ye all that the makers of a pornographic film knocked on my door this day and asked if myself and my wife would perform field chores in the background of their film, while in the foreground, two actors fornicated. I, of course, said, no way, Joes. So consider yourselves warned there are some unsavory characters lurking about the community, but I banished them and their film. Film. You're welcome. Noah leaves the McMurrays and Katie sitting at the bar, considering what they've just heard for a moment. Then they all jump up from their stools and run outside, calling out for Noah, telling them what kind of car was he driving, or what was his name, or what was his email address, and we fade to black. <laughs> All right, that's the episode. That was a long one, so I apologize for the long read, but uh, there was a lot there, and I guess I start, so I'm going to say this episode here was amazing. I fucking loved this episode. It was so much fun. Um, I really enjoy when outsiders come into Letterkenny and these characters that we've grown to know so well have to react to that different behavior that that they're, they're not used to. It's always so much fun to see them go like, look at them cross-eyed, like, what the hell are you doing? What are you saying? Why are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, it's so much fun to see that. And in this episode, we got a bunch of that. We got Alexander, and we got the dicks. I mean, what was there not to like in this episode? The whole thing was great. Tessa Benam, Sammy Joe Small, uh, Coach and Lucianne and, and Marianne. I mean, even the B story was, I found, was a lot of fun. Uh, I really don't have any kind of issues with this episode. I thought it was just fun from beginning to end. Uh, Victor, I have some thoughts. Yeah. Um. So so obviously there's a lot to unpack here. Mm -hmm. Um. And my like after the cold open, probably the scene I enjoyed. I don't know if it's a scene, but I guess the 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 scenes that I enjoyed the most is with the coach. Um. Even though it's kind of the beeline, mm -hmm. uh, for me that was the most enjoyable, and and really the only uh, aside from one line with the dicks, it's really the only scene that kind of made me giggle. I thought all of it was entertaining. Really? Okay, I don't think any of it was tremendously funny. Hmm. I I guess my my issue hmm. with 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 kind of this episode, and again we'll we'll uh, we'll unpack, is that the main premise of the show. Um, I couldn't really connect to it. I didn't understand it, and that's why I watched it twice. Uh -oh. Um, right. So the, I didn't understand why. So, so, so first of all, there seems to be this outbreak of, uh, uh, photographers and, and, and wedding, uh, uh couples, uh, uh, newlyweds or yeah. what are the, to be, and separately unrelated, um, uh, influenzas, uh, you know, this outbreak of them. And I'm thinking, they're trying to now towards the end of the show, trying to attract them. And I'm thinking, why don't you just get the pesticides and, 
and try to kind of disinfect. Because they were making stuff. money, they were paying. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, she yeah, some docs. Yeah yeah, 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 I get it. So anyway, so that's that's the one part. Like I just I couldn't Victor, connect with. Like, go, go for go for a drive to Kleinberg, Ontario. And see that entire town is designed. No, well, but here, so Kleinberg, Ontario, small town. Basically, the entire town is is built around the wedding industry. It is designed every the front of every house has some kind of rustic wagon in front, so so that wedding couples can take pictures in front of. It's where the doctor's house is. Where oh 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 okay yeah yeah. I'm like damn that's familiar. Where the hell is that? Like the whole town. It's a small town. It used to be. It used to be like out in the country, but now like the city's grown so much. I'm not challenging that. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. So I'm just trying to explain to you what what. That's fine. Your explanation isn't helping though, because what about the influenzas? Well, and, influencers and, are everywhere. Victor, we spent a weekend in Sudbury taking pictures in front of the farmhouse. We were them. We, no, we, we were the influenza. We were the influenza. Uh, no, no, because we didn't have we didn't oh, have the. You're uh, too close to it. You can't see it. We, we didn't have the ochre girl. We didn't have. No, the we didn't have that. But you know what, though. Victor? We worked with somebody who spoke like that. Okay, well, you sure, know, sure. you know, we did. Yes. Yeah, but, but anyway, so that's so 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 that's the thing. And the reason the really the main reason I watched it again, and you guys might think I'm stupid, I don't know, is I didn't understand the ending. And I still, after watching it the second time, I didn't understand the ending. What do you mean? And what, then what, I thought what, el- what element of it? Yeah, and, and then I said, Well, I let me watch it again because clearly I wasn't paying attention or I missed something. And I About so the, the punchline of no chasing the money. The, the, which no, part? the the porn, the porn, the yeah. porn. Okay. Yeah. What about Why it? did they get excited? Because they wanted to money. make money. No they made money and sex. Somebody. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, Letterkenny became passe as a place to go and take pictures at. So the influencers went away, but then Noah had a couple of, like had porn porn filmmakers come to them asking okay. them if film. they can film filmmakers film. Uh, offering money to shoot porn on their property with them in the background just like the influencers but because it was porn noah had a problem with that so he sent them packing but of course katie and the mcmurray's would have zero problem with that so they were like wait a minute we we want that i i I guess i get it now but i watching it it twice i still needed you to explain that to me you're the only one everyone else got it I don't like it. I don't like it. I gave it. No, I got it. Okay. I'm saying. Then you got it. I don't know. I think she might be. I think she might be just saying that. But anyway. And and think of it. And think of it this way. Like, I mean, this really is. This is something that happens every day, everywhere already. Mm -hmm. This episode was just focusing on the them finally catching on to it and exploiting it for their own financial gain. I guess. And they made it a big joke around. But this happens everywhere. Didn't you you see people on the side of the road taking photos? Sure. Didn't you say you watched Emily in Paris? Me? Yeah, I thought you said you watched that show, Emily and Paris. I never watched Emily and oh, Paris. Okay. You, Watch it, the then you'll understand what influencers are. Uh, Even right. though we were influencers. No, I no, I watched I watched half of episode one when it came oh. out because it got some buzz and I couldn't get through it and I turned it off. Oh, it's too bad. You're missing out. It's it was, actually no, it's it was good. dumb. It was a really really dumb show. I kept saying, <laughs> I kept saying, why the hell? What what this this doesn't make any sense. No normal person will do this. So again, I, whatever you, you're you're, means, you're out of touch, but. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's okay. What did you I'm, think? I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> what did you think of it? Uh, I think I love listening to you and Victor go on. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, you know, 
I'm craving summer sausage. That's my first, <laughs> my first, I really am. It's been a long time since I've had some summer sausage. Ow. And, Ow. and uh, <laughs> uh, Miss Dick, uh, she reminded oh, me it's you. been a long time and Tune I want to get some. Show. I'll take you up to the, ta- <laughs> I'll take you up to Tanger's mall and you can get some summer sausage. So, like, short after show tonight. Oh my I told you she's letting us into her bedroom tonight. Miss, Mrs. Dick there. She is just wonderful. She is just so funny. I love how strong straight face she is and her lines about having the sausage and oh my and she just makes me crack up the blow Um, in my face line blow it's been a lot and how she delivers that line not just says it but delivers it and like it's been a long time since you blew in my face just it's hilarious she is just hilarious we had everybody again another jam-packed episode with everybody coming in plus the extras um i laughed when they referenced the murder barn because it was referenced as the murder barn to us as well so it was kind of a flashback into our kind of uh connection with and uh, in hindsight now i wish we would have pushed a little harder to get inside the barn to to look around because that looked like a really cool thing to go see but what you wanted to see the uh what was it now the the rusty dusty uh cobwebby corner sure yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah just again just jam jam packed it was surprising to see uh jive and pete just coming into the house we've never seen that before Mm -hmm. just somebody walking on in well he is a degen like he knocked but he walked right in like yeah that's probably a degen move i think they would have appreciated that if if he had waited outside first yeah (laughs) Um, you know, we got Marianne and Lucianne and coach and the McMurray's. And of course, like Victor, come on. Why would the McMurray's pass up an opportunity to watch people having sex? Yeah. Like the yeah. whole- that's my point, but <laughs> that's not, that's not it. why they chased after them. Yes, it is. Uh, oh, that's definitely, that is definitely one of the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> for the McMurray's, it definitely probably was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. for sure. For, for yeah, sure. I guess, I guess the fact there wasn't kind of a, I don't know. It just wasn't obvious to me exactly what the hell was going on because I was trying to connect it to wait, is this a callback? And I think that was the problem for me. I was trying to con- make a callback between this porn film to something that may have happened earlier in the episode. Film. And, film. Yeah, film. thank you. Uh, and and I couldn't I, I couldn't make that connection. So I thought for sure I missed something and I watched it again and I and I was looking for that and it mm. wasn't a callback. It was just you were supposed to assume Oh, they're doing it because they want to make money and they like sex. Not assume. Just, That's exactly like, why. I don't know. I don't know. No I just, assumption it's weak, there. It's yeah. weak and lazy. There's, we've it's had weak. 11, 11 no, seasons weak, of episodes. Weak and lazy. No, no, weak not at all. <laughs> no. Not at all. Oh, no. you're so wrong on this one. Where's this fashion? The, the, <laughs> Jeez. The, you're uh, so wrong. The, oh, my gosh. The the only thing that I could have um, shortened um, was the, the whole kind of uh, the fresh press juice and the, oh, the, 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 the back and forth, Montage. back and forth yeah. between, you know, them having a, a bigger um, wind chime and, and it went back and forth a l- one too many times. I liked it because it kind of showed dri- driving Pete being helpful. Oh, was that? I think that was part of it. I think that was part of it was to show him trying to show that he's turned over a new leaf or something. All right. And I'll uh, buy it. I'll buy it. Um, what surprised me too, again, some surprises on this episode. Um, the McMurray's have a barn. Like I remember them having a garage sale. Well, they're and, all farmers. And there was, they're all farmers. Are they? They're all part of yeah. the egg hall, the ag- agricultural. They're having sex too much to have a barn. <laughs> so have you even watched the show at no all? No one says they're good farmers, but they're farmers. I mean, <laughs> they're I, called the Hicks. Yeah. I, 
But they went into a barn that was like horse stable. And they're all members of the agricultural center. Like he's actually he's, tried to go become the, the president. Yeah, at he's one the point, president right? of the egg hall. And I just didn't envision yeah. them having yeah. a barn. I because because of when <laughs> when we had the whole yard sale and we saw the front of the house, like mm-hmm. there was no like shot of. I'm sure this a was barn. Kind of, they just needed some townsfolk who also had barns to compete over the influenzas, and the McMurrays made sense. Dickens made sense, like. Yeah, oh, and yeah, Dickens was in this too, even though it was like really brief. He was in there. But he was in there in a, a field. Well, he's a he's an auctioneer. He's a cowboy, so he can have some goats. He can have some horses. Yeah, he's a member of the ag community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, on, yeah, he's in the ag hall too. So, suck it, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Oh, Where's sorry. Were you done? Go ahead. Okay, Matt. <laughs> oh, Hulker. So. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin on this one. And I'm so mad at you, Victor, for not being excited about this. Just like you weren't excited about the cold open. Unbelievable. Like, there's just so much. I, and, and the weird thing is, I don't even know where or what to talk about. There's so much <laughs> so happening. Much. Um, I will, out of the gate, I'll echo Al. I love the fact that you're spot on. The the When they bring in outsiders and their reactive episodes mm-hmm. do lead to some of the best moments. And yeah. this was a fantastic example of this. Thinking about um, Jay Baruchel as the hard right Jay, you know, right, coming uh, into town. Yeah, so many uh, classic moments yeah. of them just interacting with people that are the matchmaker, not from, yeah. not from around, Sidious. and um, even even my distaste for city. It's there were mm-hmm. some good moments there too, mm-hmm. right? It's <laughs> there's some classic stuff. Um, Sammy Joe and Tessa, love them. Mm-hmm. I love that they brought that in again, and they put Coach in his place. That whole scene, because we haven't talked enough about that, but that, um, how they presented all that kind of gave this, you know, hook line and then pulled all the way. It was just, yes, go. That, I feel like that might be our comeuppance. So remember back, I forget what what season it is. Victor had a really, uh, I mean, we all kind of thought it was just not a, it left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. How badly the girl, the women's team got beaten by the men's team. Remember, I forget that season seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they were like, like destroyed. Yeah, I feel like this was was kind of getting back at coach for that. You know what I mean? Uh, That's how I kind of felt. No, it's a it's a good callback, and and I and I liked how they did. I mean, I the only thing I'll say about coach though in this in this episode, I felt like it was an over exaggeration of even him. You think so? I I enjoyed it, Mm. but I I think he was extra coach in this one um i didn't get that really oh no it was it was over the t- i mean it's, like i said i laughed i thought mm-hmm. it was great and when they tied it all back to they were just fucking with them yeah. um it, it felt really good but it felt very extra coach coachy no it's the same coach <laughs> it's just less of him because he lost weight yeah oh, that too that <laughs> remember this is, this is a guy who says it's fucking embarrassing at the top of his lungs and kitchen and kicks garbage yeah. cans right i know but and, i even yeah. wrote down in my notes that it was a caricature of himself almost to the degree it was a docile was coach things. compared to what we normally get <laughs> victor you're being benched by the people in the live stream <laughs> Uh, well, that's bench. too bad because I'm going. Bench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, go on, go on, Matt. No, no, it's fine. I mean, there's just, there's just, like I said, there's so much to unpack mm-hmm. in this one. Um, mm-hmm. Very well rounded. I like that we saw so many different characters bringing so much to the table. I, I literally wrote stacked on this one. Yeah, it was um, a stacked this whole episode. episode um, the wordplay was so on point. They didn't 
like we, I've, I've talked about this many times. There's times when they push it too hard or they hang on to one joke too long. This was like a m- bunch of sampling bites of mm-hmm. their best kind of work. And I really enjoyed um, how they played around the episode. So I don't know. I mean, I don't, I I don't have like, like you, I have nothing bad to say about this. Mm-hmm. I genuinely enjoyed it. I watched it three or four times. And how often do I ever do my homework three or four times? Yeah. This one just brought such joy to me. The opening with, um with alexander was phenomenal i I just i this left a really good good feeling with me and and i'll watch this one again and again it's fantastic agreed yeah nick yeah i i I am totally in line with matt which sounds weird because a lot of times i'm not really when i listen to your pod (laughs) who do do you usually agree with are you know, more in line I, with Victor? Because don't tell me that. That'll break my heart. Sometimes I'm online. It, it depends, but like I'm on, I'm in line a lot with Al and with Tanya a lot. Okay. Um, and so you're like third, and then you know, <laughs> and then Victor's yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it, Nick. <laughs> like I thought, I thought the episode was a fun. Like I, I just got it because mm-hmm. like that's. This is Vegas and like sure. that's yeah. influenzas are fucking everywhere yeah. here. And I swear like to God, flu. you can't walk. Yeah. You can't walk down the goddamn strip without people doing stupid TikTok videos mm-hmm. or like on there, like taking doom. Like we have entire exhibits dedicated to people who can take in, you know, so you can take your Instagram photo in front of like a beautiful, like flower wall or whatever. Yeah. Everything in this town is designed so that people can take a picture or a video in front of yeah. it yep. and yep. get in everyone's way. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Oh, it's so annoying sometimes, but um, like it is one of my secret pleasures to like walk in the background of somebody doing the stupid videos and just go to Bob. Phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> and then like, I'd never really thought about it, but it was, this is kind of like a commentary on gentrification a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I typically hear of that, like people like, you know, like yuppies and hippies, like taking over like urban centers, but you don't really hear about it taking people taking over like rural centers because Mm -hmm. like the whole influenza thing right now is like, you know, very cozy, comfy cottage core, like that kind of stuff. And it was so hilarious that like the photographers, because I know photographers who were exactly like that. Mm -hmm. Like I've been on their photo shoots and they do have that, like they speak in this elevated register and everything needs to be very like, you know, very upbeat Mm -hmm. and we need to do this. And they have like the dumbest ideas for photos Mm -hmm. and you look at them and you're like, do you really think that's going to be something they're looking at in 50 years? Like, really? Like, yeah. for yeah. real? Like, yeah. 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 Put your head on your shoulder and you're like, this is the most dumb thing I've ever seen. Like, and then it's all over like Pinterest. Yeah. And like, that's where kind of people, everybody picked that up. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ugh, I fucking hate it's it. It's so true. Uh, I thought Pinterest I, was for old people. You flash, <laughs> you flash me back to my wedding day. I remember the photographer asked me to look in the mirror and my sister was, was ordered or, or directed to look over my shoulder into the mirror and, and she, and she's whispering in my ear. Yeah. Cause we do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and she was yeah, killing yeah. me laughing. She's like, when do we ever do this? <laughs> How about shoving cake into each other's mouth? Oh, yeah, we did all that. Well, actually, we we fed each other chicken McNuggets. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Nice. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Sounds about right. It was a long day, and uh, we got hungry, so we sent somebody from McDonald's. I I didn't schedule in food. (laughs) (laughs) But going back, did did anyone notice that the only name Coach got right in the last scene was Michelangelo's? No, no. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he was. He was I just assumed it was wrong. So. <laughs> That's why they didn't correct him. They were just like, oh, you can even see it on um on like Betty Ann's face. Yeah. And she's just like, oh. there's like a moment there where like her eyes sort of like, like oh, those scenes like, are great. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, anything else? Um, I loved like all the background stuff, like all the all the hicks in the background eating these little tiny sausage sandwiches with their oh, great big well, old man hands and just trying to like delicate be as delicate as possible with these itty bitty little finger well, foods. When 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 Katie's in the kitchen and she's uh, pissed off because she's lost the business, there's a charcuterie board on the table. What? The the yeah. hicks are sitting there with crackers and meat and they want to take a bite, but they're listening to Kate to Katie uh, complain. I missed and it. And when she's done complaining it's is so when good. they take their bite, but they take the small, like the smallest, <laughs> daintiest bite of their, cr- it's, it's hilarious. Oh my God, yeah. I need to watch it again. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. So well, funny side note that we're talking about background stuff. I, I forgot to bring this up. There was one thing I caught the license plate of the first photographer. Mm. I, I assume this was a shot. It said LUN 840s, which to me translate as alien 840s. Oh, Right, yeah. which I, I I assume there's something there. Whether oh, this so is then like it a, worked. Yeah, uh, alienated uh, um, Victor for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that explains I it, Matt. Thank you. Trying, trying to decipher that one, but I'm like, I, the, like to me, that felt like that was very intentional with that mm-hmm. license plate. Um, yeah, just calling that one out too. Yeah, I All mean right. the whole the whole point of them there is to make the Hicks uncomfortable and perplexed. And yeah, they awesome just popped in there. Alienate forties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, all right, so we'll move on. To, or if was, you're Nick, done, was Nick or done? Nick, were you done? Oh yeah. Okay, let's move <laughs> on to ratings then, and it's up to me again. I mean, again, I found nothing wrong with this episode. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was, it was a long episode in terms of scenes, as you could tell from from my recap. Um, and they brought so many people back. I mean, the only people we didn't see in this one, I think, were like Glenn and. Uh, I can't even think of anyone else. Like no Ale- skids. Yeah, and the skids. Yeah, you're right. The skids were and, oh, and, no and hockey Riley, Riley and, and Jonesy. Jonesy. Yeah, yeah. But but, but they were very of, heavy in the first three episodes. I really enjoyed the the A storyline. I really enjoyed the B storyline almost equally. I enjoyed the two storylines. I thought they were really good. Um, so this one here is an easy, easy, fresh, and might be my favorite of this season. Hmm. Victor, hmm. what do you? Yeah. Doing? So <laughs> I have different opinions. You don't say. Uh, no. Yeah. Imagine so, that. <laughs> so, so first of all, um, cold open was 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 good. It was mm-hmm. okay. Uh, but Alexander is incredible, yeah. and everything he did in that uh, cold open was just just first class. It was brilliant. Um, I like the B story better than the A story uh, because of the license plate. Um, and, and and the only the only thing the only thing I didn't like about the B story is I th- I thought the payoff wasn't as good as the actual the entertainment we got from the story itself. It's like it's just like uh, I maybe there's a comeuppance thing there, Al, but I don't even know if it's kind of warranted because it wasn't Coach's fault that the girls' team lost or got destroyed. Oh, if you think back, it was Coach who was like laughing at the the yeah, idea yeah, yeah, that was, the women but, were but gonna, it, but it, brutally. Yeah, he was them. really brutal about 
Yeah, he was brutal about it, but it was more kind of I just it, for me it, it, when looking back on it, it just didn't make sense why they would write it that way. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, because no. there was no there was no payoff, and I feel like this is too far too you know uh, too much uh, whatever too little too late kind yeah, of thing. You could be right. I'm just uh, to yeah. me it was like oh that that would yeah. be nice if that was. And kind it's of not a like I feel yeah. I I don't feel bad for Coach that they mm-hmm. did that to him because it's not like who cares big deal. You got you you know you got uh, hazed by a couple of gold mm-hmm. medalists. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it, it, it's fine. <laughs> I just feel like the payoff was just just meh, but mm. but the but the be the the meat of it was incredible, mm. and I loved everything Coach did. I didn't think it was uh, uh, exaggerated at all. I thought no. it was spot on, yeah. and I just everything was just brilliant. Again, I enjoyed it from the hockey element, right? Because because you know just everything was spot on and and super meaningful. So I loved it. Um, the A story, I already shared my feelings about it. That it was just. I don't know. For me, it's just, you know, it's like you've got an epidemic. You got a breakout. Uh, this is not a good thing. You want to get them out of your town. And instead, they were trying to attract them. So that just didn't, didn't work for me. They wanted to but again, make money. The license, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the other thing that with Katie, like, what the hell is going on? You can afford a stupid Ikea dresser, but you can't afford uh, uh, Doc Martin. That's Doc your Martin's comparison? A, yeah, I know. Right? I don't know. What? Like, <laughs> have you been to Ikea? No, I, I'm just saying like, like, you know, it's like, I'm sure you can go and buy yourself some shoes without having to sell yourself. Doc or, Martins you know, are, are expensive. She's though. not selling yeah, herself. Like She's selling yeah, a Doc. freaking barn to Doc, have whatever, photos whatever. in. Doc Martins are having a rough season, bud. You can see that <laughs> I, Katie just, doesn't I'm, spend a lot of t- uh, money on her clothing because it's, so, it's half off all, of, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Anyway, so my rating for me <laughs> is an easy clearance for this oh. episode. Victor, Boo. bench him. Yeah, I know. Bench. Everyone's saying bench Victor in the yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going. Tan. <laughs> um uh, oh my. Um okay, so I already know what Victor's MVP is gonna be, but we're not there yet, so that's fine. Um <laughs> I want your rating right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to us before your pinch nerve gets the best. Know, oh right? man, it really is. Um so I, yeah, there's just so, again, there's just so much in this episode. Um, and it, it, it's really hard to, to, to put it into categories of a storyline A and a storyline B because there just seemed to be so much more going on and apparently so much that I missed um, from what you guys are saying of the little sandwich. I'm like, there's little sandwiches in there. No, they're crackers or little crackers there. or yeah. whatever. And, and it's really cute. Yeah. I, I, I missed apparently so much and need to rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. But from what I, I caught on this round, I found it quite funny. Um, uh, coach, I'm, I'm becoming um, quite concerned about him and um, I'm, I'm worried about the man. Um, and I think the town needs an intervention of some kind. Um, they need to break into his house and see if Barb's in there. Yeah, something needs to happen. I'm, I'm quite concerned about that man at this point. Um, you know, we, we've had quite a few episodes on him and he, he seems to be sinking lower and lower. And now he's just been trashed on by I don't know. Some- I think this one here was coach back into his form. Like I thought this is like kind of OG coach. It wasn't pathetic yeah. coach. Imagine was- him with a few extra pounds and everything is yeah, all right. Yeah. And everything's <laughs> all right. I don't know. I'm 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 get I'm getting concerned about him. Mm. Um but uh yeah everything is just it was so spot on and uh I always love Marianne and, and Lucy Ann and uh sad that Betty Ann hasn't made it back yet but uh yeah it, it's just great. Um 
I'm going to give it a clear, uh, a fresh. Sorry. Oh, oh. Uh-oh, I heard a clear. No, no, no. Sorry, a fresh, a fresh. I know. That was <laughs> a really weird slip. Okay. Matt, what, what's your rating here? Like I knew you were wrong. It was a weird slip. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You. This is, this is a, this is a top five episode. Mm. This is, um, it, it was near perfect from my perspective. Nothing I didn't like. I enjoyed the storylines, the characters, what happened, where we went. I just thank you for this one. This one's fantastic. It's a, it's a fresh all around. Excellent. And Nick. Absolute top 100% fresh. Like mm-hmm. it's not a top 10. I would say like a MySpace top eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like for those of you old enough to remember the top eight. Wow. Um, <laughs> I still have a MySpace Damn. page. I just right? don't know how to access it. <laughs> it looks like I've, Robocop's I've, Detroit. I probably still do. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but great. like I, I totally thought the comeuppances there were two, mm. right? Because like first Derry gets his for trying to be classist to yep. Alexander, mm-hmm. and yeah. then Coach gets his because he's yeah. a flaming misogynist, mm-hmm. right? And that's what happens when he's completely out of his element. And mm-hmm. He thinks that he's still king shit, and it's like, no, come on, man! Like yeah. you have gold medal winners and a silver. Um, yeah. And, you know, people who went back to fucking back. So, you know what? Yeah. Sit down. Yeah, like, sit really. Down. <laughs> That's funny. Excellent. All right. So we're going to move on to the MVP. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll play the game, even though Matt hates it. Uh, so I'm going to start with me. Uh, I'm going to give uh, my runners up to Alexander. Fucking loved him in that cold open. Uh, and, and, and he was great in it. Uh, and the dicks I'll give a second runner up to. But in this one here, my favorite was Coach. Coach was so so those i'm those, sorry you're giving three people now no, like what's happening just my runners up. <laughs> pay attention we, we did this last week what are we doing Runner, like gold silver bronze runners up. What's happening? the Next mvp is yeah. called they're called honorable mentions why are you uh, mentioning honorables you don't have to i like to i like to give uh, a lot of people so some who love. is your t- who is my your MVP? number one is coach let me finish coach jesus Yes, Coach. Okay. Those scenes with Coach were hilarious, brilliant. So you, I loved them. So you liked Coach? In this I one. liked Coach. I thought he was great. I thought he was the best part of this episode. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Big statement. Tanya. <laughs> it's not me. It's Victor. It's, no, we're, we're skipping Victor until the end. All right. It's me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've got a pinch nerve now, too. Oh, this man. It's so good. Tick, 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 tick. Okay, who's your MVP? Dick. Dick. Which dick. one? Both Mrs. of them? No, oh, she's phenomenal. Anita, okay. Anita Dick so bad. Okay. She is lovely. I love it. She is just, I need a dick okay. for sure. Hands down, hands on. There'll be no, there'll be no Lots after show hands. tonight, folks. No, I'm, I'm, Summer <laughs> sausage. She, I just, she, hilarious. I laugh so hard. And, uh, it's, and it's still funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's still funny crazy yes right off the rails that's right casey matt <laughs> who's your mvp so I, although i i i love the dicks i really do um we that that's probably the element of the episode we talked least about tonight you're right which is very rare mm-hmm. for a, a dick episode and i love how they're using the dicks now like right I, I, <laughs> Because I, I totally agree. It's not they the size; it's how you use them. Yeah. No, it's I, how I they're using the dicks now. Before, right? We yeah. have talked about, about that. Yeah. 
because it's not a it's not a singled out episode on the dicks. Mm-hmm. The dicks are coming in here and there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like we get a little bit of dick here, right? And then at the end we got it. We got another dick, right? Tanya just wants what? to be clipped for. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> she just wants to be on next week's clip for YouTube. There was an appropriate for, amount of dick. Yeah. There was. <clears throat> right. You're so right, Matt. So, I although I I hear you and they were and they were used hard and strong and well um it's fine that's <laughs> and not they just my slipped MVP. in and out so easily oh my god they did actually you're right on several times mm-hmm. they pulled out at the right time and yeah. then it was fantastic it was a bit flaccid at the end though oh, no man. no he came he he said what he needed to say <laughs> do you want me i'm gonna leave you guys alone <laughs> he said it perfectly that was the winner right there that was the winner jesus right there. christ and then he slipped out again and then they all ran after him to get oh some more right <laughs> tanya you win uh, you sounds win. like sloppy seconds to me absolutely uh, win. we still haven't heard who matt's mvp is I'm so oh, right. sorry. <laughs> okay I, that was fantastic thank you for that um it's it's a no brainer. Can anyone guess? It's a no brainer for me. Alexander, thank Alexander. you. It's Alexander. Yeah. That the man deserves it. I'm gonna play MVP. Oh Matt. my god, I love it. Honorable mentions though. I'll mm-hmm. get my. We're gonna we're playing this game too. The dicks for sure. <laughs> Always games. a winner. And no, know who we didn't talk about that needs a little more credit is the 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 dude that was jumping by the mailbox on the last photographer when they kept saying oh yeah that guy the yeah. oh my god i watching i watched that clip back three or four times just to watch him jump because it was making me laugh he was so, so uncomfortable hard. and when he looked over at the hicks oh. and they and they just shook it their head you could yeah. tell that he was like being emasculated at that moment his he was just frustration like, with that whole situation <laughs> oh that scene didn't get any credit and it should have because yeah. i loved it if but, you- yeah if a photographer mention. asked you to jump like that, like you would just say no, wouldn't you? <laughs> Probably, be, yeah. My knee hurts. Yeah, no. I would just yeah say trick no. me. So fu- funny, really, really quick side story. I know <laughs> we're going along here. Years ago, so my older brother, um, it, he hates stuff like photos. He, mm-hmm. Like we've gotten like maybe three family photos in the history of our family because he refuses to be in them. And there was one time my parents convinced him to come to. Um, one of those grocery store photo right. centers and yeah. get a family photo. So we got him there. He's very pissed off about it, but he showed up and like, he's like 28 at this time, right? Like mm-hmm. he's a grown ass man, but, and couldn't just suck it up for mom mm-hmm. and showed up. And this photographer is, you know, doing the standard photos. And then suddenly she says, all right, uh, Michael, is it, uh, can you come and lie on the floor right here? <laughs> the second she said that he goes, Fuck that and stormed out and we didn't scream again. He was like, this is why I don't come. Oh, oh man. Nice. Too funny. All right, Nick, who's your MVP? Um, Alexander gets my gold medal. All that's, right. That's gotta be it. Yeah, for that's sure. A, absolutely. Uh, honorable mentions, silver medal goes mm-hmm. to um Marianne and Lucianne. Yes, they were fun. I got up having to put up they the coach. Great. Yeah, they were great. Uh, the the bronze gotta go to gotta go to Katie because I love I love a woman who wants docs. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> like, real. But, but you I just want to say- be that guy. So they can't be pink. They have to be black, classic black, well, right? And and excellent dick usage. Yes, like yes. dick usage was perfect. Right. And on yes. beautiful. It was on point. All right. Yes. Okay. If you guys haven't already, and I know Matt, you won't anyway, but write down your your uh your guesses for Victor. Victor. Yes, sir. Who and what or what is your? Yeah, so this one was tricky. Mm -hmm. Um, And was it? Nah, it was it was tricky (laughs) just because, you know, uh, I had to do a bit of a mash and bash uh, on this one. 
um, and 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 so do something a little bit creative, um, in kind of in a Riley Jonesy kind of style, uh, and so my just because. Just the theme of what was happening there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the theme is kind of consistent (laughs) there. So I for me, the MVP is uh Coach Alex. And the reason and the reason and the reason Alex. Yeah, Coach Alexander, Coach Alex. And because because basically what's happening is is Derry is being coached by Alexander. And the coach is coaching the the. Oh, I see. The, what you okay. Right? So so that the theme is the same. It, they're kind of, you know, coach is being ridiculous. So coaching but, is the theme is the well, win. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching is a theme. But the thing is, so coach is being ridiculous. But all of but everything he's saying is on, on is on point because you totally should be benching hockey players that are not finishing their checks and are, you know, are not doing the work in front of the net. <laughs> So he's saying all the right things, but it's <laughs> it's complete nonsense because it's he's not even really coaching. He's being set up. It's so, ridiculous. So but, Casey in the live stream is Victor fucking having a brain hematoma. <laughs> I think so. I think this is this time it's happening. All right. Where's where's Alexander's coaching Derry on how not to be a DJ? So I, I don't know. I, I I so for me, uh, Coach Alex. That's right. my MVP. I took a wild stab and I said the murder barn because I was just thinking of something that wasn't a, a character in this episode. And I thought murder barn because it was brought up so many times, but uh, I was wrong. Uh, Tan, can you guess? please explain what Victor just said? <laughs> you notice I just kind of, I just kind of left it alone. What was his answer? Because I'm not sure. Coach slash Alex, just move on. Coach <laughs> and Alex, uh, and or, or Alex. Alex. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's the what they were. Of coaching. It's the act of, of it's their, the act they were performing. Why <laughs> is it that the show was confusing to you, but you just didn't confuse know, yourself know, right? right now? I know. I know. I don't get it. Okay, <laughs> what did you? I thought it was the license plate because he seemed to like it so much (laughs) sure matt Matt, did you have a guess not a chance nick anything you know you wrote your your coach oh you're okay you were almost there you wrote coach yeah Yeah. i wrote coach yeah that's right you win as you were the closest yeah Yeah. you win you win uh, nothing but you win you win another appearance on this because you did an amazing job today bud uh but before we go to final comments so i just have a few listener comments here First, we have, uh, I started listening to Protostan and was on season two on the podcast, and I just skipped to the newest episode of the podcast, and man, I felt like I spoiled the whole series of Letterkenny, even though I watched all of Letterkenny. That's from Casey. I'm a little confused. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but Victor thank you. Victor might be able to explain yeah, that maybe to Victor us. Can, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Casey, thank you for listening, and maybe yeah. you listen to the other episodes if you want. Uh Bunch of laugh out loud, uh, happy faces. I can't. Emojis. I'm still, Those are called emojis. emojis I know yeah. that. <laughs> I, I'm still cracking up at sweaty herd. Yes, I heard it too. This is why the team is so dang perfect. And that's from our friend Shannon loves horror. Yes. Sweaty herd. It made no sense at all. I, I listened back. I was upstairs at my, at my house and I listened to it. And I died laughing. Like, I, that didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> it was great. Uh, YYZ Gord uh, regarding our interview uh, uh, last week. Really great interview. So many great stories. Glad it's out in the wild for non-patrons to enjoy. Cannot wait for your uh, next Shorzy guest before they start filming season two. So 
What I forgot to mention, yeah, that? that was uh, that was Harlan, uh, that was Sanguinette's interview from <clears throat> that that was posted last week, and tomorrow night we're we're being visited by Goody. So Andrew Ansonen yes. uh, is our guest tomorrow. So uh, he, so those of you on Patreon, you'll be able to hear that right away. And a week later, you'll be able to hear us interview Goody on our regular feed. Uh, okay, guys, I produced Sam. Great two episodes. Sanger was awesome. The dude North, we must have matching sense of humor because this latest episode was hilarious. You hit all the points. Rolled. Uh, Evan Stern was perfect in this episode. MVP. That's from our buddy Don. Um, he agreed with my MVP. And at Produce Sand Pod, please, uh, been waiting since the season dropped for your, re- your reaction to this episode. Just started it maybe uh, Wine Wednesday. Oh, that was last week. Uh, but what about Shine Wednesday? Because she she had whiskey or moonshine or something. Uh, looking forward to hearing the moonshine rest of the episode. Mondays. That's from Cassidy Wrightson. So, yes. Uh, um, great. And then our, the news that we already talked about, Jess Salguero is, is going to be on the Frasier sequel series spinoff, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so that's exciting. And yeah, that's all the news and all the comments we have. So we're going to start with final comments and it's up to me again. Um, Nick, you were delightful. You were so much fun. And again, uh, you're a very interesting dude. Uh, I want, you know, I think we need to have more of you on so we can, you know, hear like more Cirque du Soleil story or whatever you want. There's a lot of people yes, here please. who think though, your use of the, the, the contraction y'all doesn't means you're not from California. You must be from somewhere else. I'm from everywhere, but I'm, oh. um, someone who's gender binary. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm out of the gender binary. So I tend to use words like y'all and folks. Okay. And oh, that makes just sense. Generally sure. to refer yeah. to a group of people. Yeah. So apologies for using the word dude yeah. there for a second. Uh, <laughs> no, I also I'm from California. <laughs> okay, so, so dude is dude. everything. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <Everything>. <laughs> You're still, still good. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thank you, man. You, you did, uh, you did a great job tonight. Uh, and uh, and loved your your insight and your opinions, and love that you're uh, active on the uh, Discord. So you're, you've been a great addition to this community. So we appreciate you, Victor. Well, thank you. Yeah, um, I, well said, Al. Nick, you were really genuine and awesome. Uh, I I think definitely there's uh, we need to have more of you in the future because I think there's uh, some layers to to uh, uh, to peel there and 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 we probably will discover more interesting uh, mm-hmm. kind of insights about you and kind of your uh, you know uh, uh, experiences and whatnot. So I think uh, definitely we'll, we want to have you back for sure. Um, and obviously um, the the other great thing is Winston and uh, a Tracer. So uh, Ooh, we want to have more of them. The cats names. <laughs> so so love that. Uh, and just thank you so much for uh, making the time with us tonight. You were uh, really great. Yes. Thank you so much, Nick. It was uh, wonderful having you out here. Um, I loved your stories. I loved your notes. I loved your, your, the, what you contributed to, uh, uh, to the group um, and putting up with uh, Victor and his shenanigans <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and, and listening to your kitty cats. Yes. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a great, uh, a great episode and, uh, looking forward to next week. How, what are we on now? We're on five? Next week is the final episode. Of no, shut one. up. Yeah. yeah. The last episode already? Yep. How did we do that? Well, we, we did it quickly. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> Matt? Yeah. I mean, I, I echo the panel. Nick, such a pleasure. Um, you really brought it, kept Victor even honest. It's, it's been, uh, it's so fun. I mean. Yeah, I love that the communities grow. Welcome to the fam. Uh, it's make yourself at home. This place is so much fun. <laughs> awesome. And Nick. 
Uh, I just want to say thanks to everyone for being so welcoming and Al for reaching out originally to get me on this because I, I don't check the Patreon messages that often. So like I just happen to be on there. But um, I want to say to everyone that it's really hard to get tuna out of your dickhole. Oh, <laughs> I love it. That's, On that note, I'm going to play us off here with a song from today's episode. <laughs> Fraud in the 80s by Mates of State. That's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review the final episode of season 11, DGENs, with our buddy Jeff. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at diabolicalcoffee.com right now. Use the promo code PROTOSAN for 20% off any purchase off their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ProtoSanPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go take a bunch of selfies at the after party with our new friend, Nick. On behalf of Nick, Tanya, Matt, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening. Have a great week. <laughs>